Welcome to Being Humankind, with your hosts Brian, Mike, and Neely. We explore what it means to be human in a time of disconnection. What would be... What would be a stranger that you met in your travels with Ahab that just really stands out? I could literally talk for an hour about this. Um, there's a mini uh, croc, like the shoe you wear. Yep. The little mini versions you can put like the Mr. Potato Head eyes and everything in. So this guy Crocs Alex hangs out with his, his parents. And I met him at Yellowstone and... Um, his two parents that carry him around, I met in 2010. They now have a miniature version of Ahab and a whole little like miniature family and they travel everywhere and they've kept in touch. And I've met them for literally four minutes. We had one conversation and nothing else has been in person since. And they're just like, they're some of my, I guess some of my biggest motivation just from them being around as long. And then I have like a buddy, Justin, I met him at because of the Red Bull flu tag in 2010. Um, we always joke, like we put in such a good uh, presentation to Red Bull that we actually were picked over his. So he didn't even participate, but he was so excited about ours that he kept in touch. And he's gone on six different trips between a distillery tour through like Kentucky, Tennessee. We went to Costa Rica and just a number of other things and projects. He helped me with my TEDx talk. He single-handedly made it better than the one I would have gave if I did it by myself. And he was just somebody that we had a mutual respect for the Red Bull Flutog. If you don't know what it is, it's you build a flying craft and launch it off a 30-foot ramp into a body of water. And it's supposed to fly a distance. We made a pirate ship. So it's like we weren't there to win. It was just more the the feat of it. Um, but yeah, and there's, there's so many other people that are like that where it's just a story that starts it or we'll meet them on a road in a national park at a comic convention and it turns into so much more and some people we meet it's awesome and we you know we may know of each other and never talk again but that's that's usually how it goes but the frequency of staying in touch with people is exponentially higher because of how we do it what do you think your grandfather would say if he met you as a stranger it's a good question because with him and his buddies they just sort of got in the you know threw him in the back of the truck i'm sure three of them sat in the back of the truck because it didn't matter in the 40s and 50s and stuff right and they would just go like we had a place in the catskills in new york that they all got together and they would you know just drive somewhere more upstate in new york and have a cabin or do something go hunting or something they weren't traveling the world with captain ahab like we're doing so i don't it I'm sure they had all these experiences, but I didn't hear those stories where they talked about like the group of strangers they met and, and how they tried to like take Captain Ahab from them or whatever stories and, and, you know, experiences they had. It was more, so yeah, I don't honestly know if he met us on the road, if he would have the same reaction to what we do now, because it's just so much different than the half a dozen guys he hung out with. Right. But I'd imagine, you know, like anything else, he probably wouldn't understand it. Just like half of the family doesn't really right now anyways, because it's sort of a, a level beyond like borderline crazy what we're doing. Um, but I, I imagine he's laughing about it 
And, you know, cause I would have just been another, you know, Joe Smith in town working my job, probably not leaving too often type of thing. And I don't, I don't think I would have been as, as good of a person as I am to, to be around. I think anyways, if I was just didn't have captain Ahab to vicariously live through from some of these adventures. Kind of sounds like Captain Ahab's like evolved with the times too. <clears throat> like oh yeah, definitely. So you know he was. I mean, technically he's you know he was a lawn gnome at first, I'd imagine, and then he joined the navy. He became a mascot for sixty years for a band of brothers. Um, then he went to college with me, and he became a social mascot at the school, and then he turned into a world traveler. And now we get to give the motivational and keynote speeches at schools and and businesses and such like this this should not be happening i'm not trying to to downplay myself but this like nobody grows up thinking i wanted to be a mailman when i was like six years old of when you write that on you're in kindergarten you write what you want to be i didn't write i wanted to carry around a a wooden statue that is a wannabe pirate and speak all about about all our travels and and motivational experiences so it's just yeah it's been an interesting um, rolling with the punches through his uh, different career choices. <laughs>